Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Girls Club podcast, hosted by Nicole and Molly. We're excited to share with you our tips, thoughts, and ideas to elevate your health and live your best life. I'm Nicole. And I'm Molly. Hi, Molly. Hey, Nicole. Happy Friday. <gasps> Happy Friday. I'm so... I'm feeling great today. Are you? Yeah. I am feeling great now. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not before? <laughs> I woke up feeling a bit meh. Okay. And so this has been a common theme of this week. I feel just mm. feeling a bit mer week, mer week, and for no rhyme or reason, just one of those weeks where it just wasn't, it just was not vibing. Not off, yeah. So this morning I had enough. I was like, no, I do not want to go for another day feeling mer. So I got up, I meditated, I went to the gym, did a full body session, which was really good. Got some PBs, woo, woo, woo. had a cheeky coffee. Oh. You wild card. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm usually a decaf queen, but not today. Not today. And then I met you, and we did yeah. some content, which was hilarious. That was jokes. Um, so now I feel great. And sometimes it's just that momentum, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's all it takes, just a bit of momentum to get yourself in the... And, like, not in sitting the in it. Yeah. So easy I to always get so stuck between, like, right, how long do I honour this for? Mm. And then how long do I pull myself out of it? And I think... I think today was one day too far yeah i'm just like yeah over, over it. it yeah and it's tyler's birthday this weekend and i want to be really like present and awake and loving life i love that mm, yeah mm. Oh, and how are you so you're good how was your week yeah i'm good it's been it's been busy yeah i feel like i just don't know where i am at, at what point <laughs> don't know if you're like, going yeah literally but not in i feel like a few weeks ago we had a re- we both really had a busy week and it yeah. was not nice no. i feel like this sort of busy i'm really really busy but i'm fine yeah you're feeling it i feel like it's because my meticulous planning mm. i know exactly where i am exactly what yeah. time yeah so i feel like it's really really busy i'm getting loads done but it's okay but i like feel okay about way. it yeah. yeah it's going touch wood streamlined so far okay love that <laughs> not sure Maybe what we should we're, do a productivity one. one. <laughs> oh my god yeah efficiency yeah um okay so what are we talking about today mal we are talking about quite a big subject to be honest yeah, we talk about this a lot we do um the wellness industry and when slash if it becomes toxic at any any time mm. um i think there are definitely times that it is toxic <laughs> <Not> for sure <laughs> for sure um and when we mean wellness industry we mean like a mixture of fitness mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. um there's a lot of gut health going around at the moment mm-hmm. just any sort of influences information you find wellness companies wellness companies especially on um like instagram tiktok social media well, the wellness trend has just blown up now. Like, it's, yeah, it's so mad, isn't it? big. It never used to be a thing, really. No. I think COVID definitely heightened it as well because yeah. everyone became so health conscious. Yeah. So I think the wellness industry has just blown up. And even the world of wellness, I just don't love it. I just think for something that should be really, really nice, yeah, like it healthy. doesn't make you feel nice at no. all. Wellness makes me feel of like feel like I need to conform to something. It feels like a hierarchy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I have seen now places where the fitness industry's become toxic, wellness industry's become toxic, um, which is so far from what it should be, and that's such a shame. That's the thing, it shouts out, like, su- su- like such good things, and it could be a place where it's so mm. amazing and it actually educates people mm. really, really well. Mm. Um, but 
sometimes it doesn't do I that know. and disclaimer well one of two things one i have fallen for these tricks oh too. my god i yeah. have been a prime candidate for <laughs> wellness trends <laughs> loved me a wellness trend back in the day oh my god me too and secondly um i guess like what we find toxic and what we find icky might be different for us all but i definitely think there is there will be t- there will be some that you resonate with and some maybe you haven't even spotted yet yeah this is like this is obviously very much our personal opinions mm-hmm. but one thing at least well hopefully more than one but at least one thing to take away from this is almost like how to spot the red flags yeah it, within the industry if you haven't already or maybe again just about that self-awareness just yeah. being aware of what you're consuming yeah. what you're buying what mm. you're looking at on instagram mm. I actually feel like this is so important to bring up as well though because I have seen and experienced people diagnosing themselves from Instagram, Mm -hmm. people following trends and ending up in really, really bad relationships with food or their body or themselves. Um, And I think it's really good to stay aware of it so you can, I think wellness trends like really um, emphasize, is that the word? They really exacerbate comparison syndrome Mm. because it's very much like hierarchy. I live like this, this is the supreme way to live. Um, And if you're not doing this and you're not doing it right, and then you've also got people who are just looking to get money out of you. Mm. So really, really preying on you. And I, I've definitely been someone to buy stuff that I did not need. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And it's just knowing, like, obviously everyone's able to have their own opinion about something. But especially when it comes to health, are they qualified? Like, yeah. who's qualified them to say these things and mm. to almost push this knowledge on you? Or not, like, yeah. not that they're pushing it, but some people are. Yeah. Um, but like where is this research coming from yeah is there research to back it yeah has it actually helped people or is it just to make a few quick quid yeah exactly and that and that for me is enough to talk about today because i just think that you could stop yourself falling victim to this stuff it can stop you comparing and also living optimally without feeling less than exactly like you actually can be living a great life with with not like i don't know having all your knives and forks directly in line with each other or like yeah or like having your nourish bowl like by the window so with the lights <laughs> shining down on it like you will be okay you You're can probably drink coffee still... not matcha <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i bloody hate matcha i really like it i that just tastes like soil to me oh really i've really tried that's okay i've tried with even with like vanilla protein powder really? to like take mm. away the oh it's actually it was all right it was not my favorite but i'm just like why forcing it exactly Exactly. okay so number one um is when you are sold irrelevant things so obviously we just touched on this a bit and one huge trend going around around right now is green powders i don't even know what's in a green powder okay so i've actually seen quite a few people review the ingredients on them and i think what makes this worse is there's so many of them that don't have greens in and don't actually give you anything that you need. Is the powder literally just green? The powder is green, yes. And it's got it's like, good. it's been added, it's got stuff added into it that like your green should give you, but there's actually, but it's not a greens powder. It's like a fake greens powder. So it's just a load of additives. Yeah, literally. You could get more from like a cucumber. Wow. That is news to me. So it's not even just that green powders are potentially a fad. It's that, some of them aren't actually what they state they are. Mm. So I am not gonna lie, if you cannot eat your fruit and veg, if it, if it disgusts you, if you are like, no, that is not for me, 
perhaps a green powder might, you know, you know pep you up pep a bit. you up, yeah, get the nourishment that you need. But the reality is, if you are someone who just wants a balanced diet, you want to feel good, you do not need to spend £60 on a green green powder. No. If you filled your... You could... If we just do a little comparison with how much fruit and veg you can buy for £60 worth... Oh my god, I know. The amount of vitamins and minerals in that mm. shopping basket compared to those greens mm. is going to just be ridiculous. Yeah. And the direct source is always going to be better. Yep. Like a leech. You could just go make yourself a smoothie, like with those literal ingredients. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and as well, like it's just become such a trend. And like with the wellness industry, it's like, oh my god, you need to start your morning with a green juice. Like I have such a weak stomach in the morning, and I have literally because I I've bought a green juice well. I do. I have bought one, yeah. Um, I don't use it. Yeah. It just sits in my cupboard. But mm. I, you know, I saw it one day it's and there. I thought, it's there, yeah. They'll cure me. Yeah, that'll pet me up. Yeah. Um, and the reality is I'm gagging on it first thing in the morning, and then I was like, okay, what can I add to this to make it better? And then I just thought, well, if I just went to the shop and actually added some veg into my life, I wouldn't yeah, need to bother. Put some yeah. fruit on your porridge. The worst thing is oh I actually gosh. do eat a lot of fruit and veg, so why I thought I needed it, I don't know. No. Because there was two there was one too many videos. Like everyone's having it, yeah. yeah. And, I was and, like, they look, and not being funny, like they look great. Yeah. When they're in a little everyone's loving the um glass the oh, glasses yeah. with the glass straw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like they look so pretty. And yeah. I kinda wanna start my day like that. But it's also 60 quid or however much money yeah that how much rubbish. is it going to improve your life to what you think it will exactly not a lot um okay so selling your relevant things obviously we've just mentioned on green powders but there are so many things it's, it's usually supplements usually yeah stuff that like eaas for example like you don't need them like there's mm. just so many things that there's like the weird for like a fitness one um have you ever seen the weird um, oh, the like things that you shake, and they're supposed to be really supposed to build muscle, but you're literally oh just shaking the dumbbells. God, yes, they to tone your arms look haunting. Oh my god, that's so funny. They scare me so much. Shaking dumbbells, not being funny. Arms. Just do a bicep curl. Oh no, oh <laughs> I go god, home. bless. I never bought that, but I'd, you know, no, I neither. could have. You could have, yeah. Um, okay, so number two is giving you a magic pill. So this might look like. I've got the answer for fat loss. If you follow this one thing, this will change your life. Fat burning foods. Yeah. Is one that I always see on advertisements. And I'm like, no, there are no foods that actually fat burn fat. Yeah, literally. It's not like if you eat, like, yeah. The thing is, the magic pill is literally just a balance of, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? A balance of things like training good, walking, getting outside, sleeping well, and staying hydrated. And this is the like this is the point to make as all the people who kind of advertise, I don't know, say someone was saying that apple cider vinegar, if you take a shot of it in the morning, it will do wonders for yeah. your metabolism. Mm. The people who do that also eat really balanced yeah. probably eat really like probably in a calorie deficit so they're yeah. always burning fat yeah do shit ton of cardio yeah do a lot of workouts probably train like five to six tra- times a week they're probably yeah. people who don't as well yeah but the ones who want who are <laughs> selling it yeah probably doing all of these things having seven to eight hours of sleep mm. so 
It's not actually the apple cider vinegar, it's their actual overall lifestyle. And the reality is, it's just the calorie deficit that's going to get you there, regardless of how you get into it. So adding a bit of apple cider vinegar on the top, like, there's great health benefits to apple cider vinegar. Oh my god, yeah, if it really pets you up in the morning and keeps you adhering to that calorie deficit, great. go to town. Yeah, (laughs) but like, you are right, there's been ones like, I remember grapefruit juice. Yes, I remember that. And it's like, come on. That's not gonna change my life. That's not gonna get you the results you want. No. It's just not. It's not. I wish it I wish it I wish it was that. Well I always think like <laughs> if these fads were real, yeah. everyone would be living the best would life. be looking like Greek gods <laughs> walking around. Like the fit the, the wellness industry wouldn't mm. wouldn't exist because everyone would be at their optimal. Yeah, for sure. We just all drink and they want them to fail because then they can make more money (laughs) yeah oh so true um and this ties in really nicely so this is number three you cannot spot reduce fat no matter how much your favorite influencer wants to tell you i've got the best arm workout to like sculpt and tone your arms i've got the best like ab workout which will give you a flat stomach no it won't it's not you can't get abs from doing a 10 minute ab banner (laughs) after your workout every day you literally whether you want to or not cannot decide where you lose fat from and that's some of the hardest conversations i've had with people joining is they're like right i want to lose weight on my thighs and my stomach but i like my arms or you know i don't want to like lose weight here or i want to lose the weight on my stomach that is lovely and i will do my best to get you in a deficit and we will get you on the trajectory towards weight loss I cannot say, yes, we will be able to lose weight from your stomach or your thighs or wherever. All our bodies are different. Your hormones affect where we gain and lose weight from. And that is so different in us all again. Yeah. And like, the, I guess the argument is training wise. So obviously, if you want a really small waist, but a really big bum, you train your glutes loads. That's yeah. great. That's not reducing the fat. That's just gaining muscle in your glutes. Yeah, exactly. So spot reduction isn't about burning fat it's more it's kind of more i think when they say it they're kind of talking about body recomp Mm. in that you're losing fat gaining muscles but like you're going to gain muscles if you're doing a squat to get big bum Mm -hmm. you're also going to get bigger quads yeah that's that is the number one actually i get asked about is like I want big bum but I don't want really big thighs yeah and I'm like they go hand in hand like they're connected <laughs> like love your quads <laughs> as much as you want the big booty I know and it, but it's hard to grow as well yeah like, it's really hard to grow like people say like oh do lap pull down so you can snatch your waist in and it is that it's the perception isn't it if you've got a bit of a bigger shoulder and a bit of a bigger lats then it makes your waist look smaller the same mm. with your bum recomping fabulous that's why we all go to gym like like a lot of people train for physique amazing but when it comes to specifically fat loss like if anyone tries to tell you that if you do this workout it will but like get you a flat stomach if you do this workout you will i don't know have small thighs and a big bump like honestly you just can't spot reduce fat and it is a lie no and you will lose your boobs if you lose fat you will lose your <laughs> like it's one of those things you oh. you all to all you just basically get smaller yeah, from yeah. everywhere yeah. when you lose fat yeah and some places will go first and last but you can't choose where you get it from no. unfortunately um okay when so number four is 
when someone is giving you advice but it is not backed by science or it doesn't provide context people use hooks in this way mm-hmm. like for example a hook might be if you track your calories like if you don't track your calories you'll be fat forever yeah that's not true right and mm-hmm. that person is obviously a fan of tracking calories yeah they are promoting it does this mean calories aren't tracking your calories isn't good no but the way they are saying it and the hook that they're using yeah. creates a blanket response which means that the context behind that one is not scientifically backed mm-hmm. and two makes it an incorrect statement exactly do you see what i mean yeah but if they'd have said tracking your calories will keep you up fat forever if you're unable to maintain a healthy relationship with it or it triggers you or you can't control it here's the scientific proof to show where tracking has actually exacerbated yeah Yeah. someone's um like triggers vice versa helped them with their weight loss great that's context there's backing but blanket statements are used a lot for hooks and then being misread or misunderstood can lead to like a really like strong incorrect belief exactly and with these like with context no one's the exact same mm-hmm. no environment is the exact same no. so doing one specific thing is going to have a completely different outreach there may mm. be common trends mm. but that's why we do research and that's why like science exists yeah. to find those common trends if it's just someone being like you need to track for the rest of your life and that's the only way that you're going to maintain your results yeah like really yeah <laughs> Hundred percent. One that really comes out to me is like L-glutamine. Mm. So this is a massive thing on TikTok right now for decreasing your bloat, and okay. it's gone wild. And the there's actually not that much studies done behind it, mm. but people are so sure it's helped them, and perhaps it has. Mm-hmm. Not taking that away from them, but yeah. the fad has gone massive it's like as if it's the golden cure yeah but some some of the studies have found it inconclusive and some are still so early on but you'd think it had been researched for like 30 years with because how much information how, there is oh yeah just how much everyone's promoting it mm. it's like a trend that people have caught on to and they're like oh my god i agree to me and it's yeah. like everywhere but people are being told to buy it when actually the science behind it is like almost inconclusive yeah um and yeah like that with context like i feel like as someone who has like now obviously we have a little bit of influence and can be Mm. i suppose uh like we want to give out the correct advice that people would respect us to do that like we also have to be careful with what we say oh 100 percent. like is that bad like is that correct where are you getting that from yeah god the amount of research papers Mm. looking through like i feel like almost i have to do it now just in case and the thing is is that like it's we're not even saying that don't buy within the industry or like don't buy the green powders absolutely do it but just know what you're doing and know what you're buying and like know what you're putting into your body as well this is the thing it's not just like a Mm. a little techie gadget that you're buying it's something that you're literally going inside of your body and is going to be a part of you yeah so just know what you're putting in Mm -hmm. and know why you're doing it and like no one's going to talk about the side effects on their sales posts oh my god no so i think yeah like no like go from a really like trusted source yeah people who are leading the industry tend to back their stuff up by science and and Mm. leave the like um research labels in there so i definitely just do your own research make sure that you before you order something or 
before you decide that that's a strong belief that you agree with understand where that's come from exactly amazing uh number two no that's an absolute lie that's not number Number two it's like number five (laughs) am i okay um okay so number five is when health isn't considered so the example that we've got for this that i've seen a lot is in the fitness industry specifically this example is protein so protein is amazing it is fabulous we love it but you do not need as much protein as the industry would like to have you believe and i've had people you know tell me that i should have 200 grams of protein a day and that really doesn't take into consideration how bad that is for your liver your digestion depends how many your calories you're eating as well yeah for sure and also like if you're not a weight trainer you don't need as much like you can really go by the bare minimum Mm. and with weight training you can still have the bare minimum like to, to the recommended amount be going over and above is okay because it, it will support your weight training but there's still a line like it doesn't mean yeah. like go and eat 200 grams of protein if like that's all you end up eating all day you're like your liver end up bad you know what i mean yeah. like there are side effects of these things too and i think what the fitness industry can do really badly unfortunately is make blanket statements not taking health into consideration no exactly and that it's almost like taking aesthetics over health yeah and i'm like okay when you have really high protein and you're mm-hmm. on a cut mm-hmm. you look great because your muscles are pumped you've got that store yeah you're shredded yeah because you can eat a lot of protein and be quite full so you don't need that much to eat yeah um and so it's almost like aesthetic equals health yeah which isn't actually the case mm. healthy looks different with everyone yeah whereas the industry thinks it's this one size fits all yeah kind of thing which, isn't. which it isn't and so coming back to protein like more doesn't equal more yeah <laughs> it's just like there are that like no one in there no one has ever said to me in the fitness industry oh my god here's a high protein goal by the way this could affect your liver it could affect your like um your digestion if not like if you for example when i first started no one told me to have like i couldn't have a lot in one sitting so i would try and cram loads of protein in one sitting Mm. anything over like 50 grams i'm so bloated i can't digest it properly no one told me that yeah then i've had like liver issues and it's the same with that no one told me that having too much protein was a problem yeah i was just like oh great i was just listening to what my coach said and I feel like it almost hyped it up without taking any health into consideration. Mm. And then realising that actually you don't need as high as a lot of the protein industry will have you think. This is the thing, is that it all stems from something that was prob- that is true. Yeah. But then it's just... Overhyped. Overhyped. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, okay, it's great. Let's have more of it. Let's yeah. do more. That's going to make it more. Um, that's going to make it better. Yeah. But it's there are lines and there mm. are side effects that can happen and will happen. Yeah. 100% it's just a lot of the things you can see that are coming back around is like it's trends it's things that mm. end up it's worked for someone else yeah and therefore like, it's going to work for everyone <laughs> yeah exactly when it's just not taking anything into consideration and with the wellness industry the reverse side of that is like I see a lot of full days of eating where there's barely any food yeah you know like the portions are so small and it, well they're all beige <laughs> yeah exactly and it's just like actually that's really not healthy either no. so i think really taking things with a pinch of salt and also coming back to like doing the research and make sure it's a knowledgeable um person you've got the advice from um but yeah and then moving on which is really nicely tied in again is being given advice that's actually still subtly focused on physique this is 
one of the ones where you don't notice it's happening mm. and then you notice it's happening and you can't stop seeing it. Yeah. So with the example, we used de-bloating. So there are lots of videos going around about juices, cleanses, cleanses green that, juices, that really tablets. help with your bloating. And I always used to watch them and be like, oh, that's interesting. Never really tried them because my bloat's fine. Um, and then it was only when I was re- listening to a podcast and one of the gals on it pointed it out mm-hmm. that actually the person, it's normally, you have your like juice on the counter yeah, and then you have this beautiful, well, you can't see her. You can see her sports bra her and her absolutely shredded abs making this Deep juice. juice. And it's actually, you then think it's not, this video isn't about the juice. Yeah. This video is about this lady's shredded flat stomach that looks beautiful Mm. and that's great but also like she didn't drink those juices and get that (laughs) to get that stomach she's probably been training all like for years yeah and eating a really balanced diet it's really bad isn't it it makes it's almost made de-bloating an excuse to be like i want a flat stomach and they never do a comparison no. They never show their bloated stomach, have mm. the juice, and then show a non-bloated stomach. I know. Like, obviously it's just a picture or, like, a video of making the juice. Yeah. So who's to say that what they're pouring into that is literally just mm-hmm. apple juice? And it makes you feel like if you ever bloat, it's really bad, when the reality is your stomach changes all day long. You bloat every day. (laughs) And after you eat, your stomach will look more full. That might not even be a bloat, your stomach just will look more full. You're just full of food. Yeah, (laughs) and it almost like demonizes bloating. It makes you feel like, God, well, I'm a bit bloated, I should have that. Her stomach doesn't look like my stomach. Mm. Hers could be 6 a.m. in the morning after she's been on a diet for 10 weeks, but you're looking at yourself after, a day and eat your it's the evening you've had a full day of eating you're yeah. you know in your maintainable body and you feel suddenly like well my stomach doesn't look like that mm. it Does turns that mean I bloated? yeah it turns into a symptom as opposed to just a like side effect yeah like it doesn't always have to be a symptom for something bad yeah but the reason why they do that is because they want to push their products yeah so then you buy it comes back to the self-diagnosing thing it's like people will People are very quick to tell you what symptoms you might have wrong. Like if you have a look on most like wellness influencers mm. pages, it'll be like, do you feel depressed? Do you have anxiety? Do you have, I don't know, like, do you find it hard to get up in the morning? Great. Well, you've got this, you've got this mm-hmm. and this is going to help you with it. Well, all the symptoms are the same. Everyone's probably felt these things at one time or another. Mm. Yeah, ask like yourself it's... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You'll have different answers. Yeah, and I feel like it's the same with bloating. They're like, do you bloat after your meal? Well, I do look fuller. And then because you don't look like the girl in the picture, you're like, oh, I must bloat after my meal. <laughs> I must be hella bloated right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, it just makes you feel so like... Um, like, alien yeah an atadak you know yeah. like, oh, I need to order this juice yeah um, so yeah I think that just the, the vigilance the self-awareness I mm. feel like is the theme of today like just stay vigilant I wish I I wish I had a stayed vigilant yeah um, okay so the next one is hyping up superfoods um, and then also if it fits your macros slash clean eating so Should to we... break that down yeah. a bit so we'll start with superfoods so obviously 
And do you know what? These are all really interlinking. So it they was like are. before when we said about the magic pill. This is the same with superfoods now. It's like, if you eat this superfood, you will feel like X or yeah. like like overhyping particular foods. So you yeah. had the example of blueberries, didn't you? Blueberries. I, it was a few years ago. I was watching this program about superfoods. It was on like BBC or something. And it was just talking about how blueberries are amazing and how they're a superfood. And I was just kind of thinking like, since when was a blueberry just not a blueberry? <laughs> I know. Like, isn't it not just a fruit? And you had the thing of eggs. Yeah. And all of what all of these foods have in common, and it's, it's again, like, it stems from a true fact yeah. in that these are really nutritiously dense yeah. foods and you should incorporate them into your diet. Because no, they're good for you. They're, they're, yeah. They're abundant in vitamins, minerals, macronutrients. Mm. They're great. But if I decided that all I was going to eat was blueberries mm. because it's a superfood and it's going to cure all of my problems it would be the most unhealthy diet yeah. I would feel like shit <laughs> you would feel I would shit. turn into a blueberry uh-huh. like it wouldn't be good for you yeah. so having the label like all superfoods are literally just foods Yeah. they've just been labelled so people can charge for more yeah Hundred percent, and then they'll like add it in, like in your green juice. They may be like, "This one includes blueberries." <laughs> this is food. times one thousand percent better <laughs> than for you. Um, this is the thing. Like these foods, I'm not saying they're not bad. Like, oh bloody hell, I love blueberries. I yeah, love eggs. Yeah, they're great. But it's All it's fine. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, if they're if you're eating them every other day, or if you're eating other foods with them that's Mm. probably going to be better than just eating them by themselves yeah um and so the next part of that was if it fits your macro so you might have heard this term before this is thrown out a lot in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. and it almost goes like the opposite way from superfood so this is like you can eat whatever you like this is like as long as it it fits your macros it's that big mark hitting your protein hon because if it is you can fucking eat it (laughs) enjoy yeah yeah and the toxicity around if it fits your macros is it will lead you to believe that you can eat whatever you want and feel great and get results and that's Mm. just not the case i wish it was Mm. and like i think it goes quite hand in hand with tracking yeah so obviously, if you have X amount of calories to eat, you can either have those with having three meals of like whatever, mm-hmm. salads, pizza, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Or you can have the same amount of calories and pro- maybe the same amount of cal- uh, protein or carbohydrates with like a Mackey's, yeah. a Domino's, a this or that. And okay, great. They, they fit your macros, but... Mm. try see how you feel after (laughs) after a week oh yeah like you could hit your calories on mcdonald's and maybe your protein too but you would feel awful Mm. and if it fits your macros so macros is your macronutrients and that's like your carbohydrates your proteins and your fats Mm. and often when people are tracking they'll either either have a protein goal or they might track all three macros yeah um or they're just tracking their calories yeah and they are all really, really helpful tools. But the idea of these tools is to enhance your diet, is mm. to make you feel really good, is to make you feel like having a protein goal, for example, is really good. And obviously to get into a calorie deficit, you want to have a calorie target. Yeah. Uh, even if working with ranges, and it's one, you want them to be suitable to your body. Like we said with the protein goal, you still want it to be one that's actually, like you can adhere to it and it suits your goals. Yeah. 
But where that goes quickly toxic, quickly wrong, is saying, well, you could eat McDonald's and still hit those goals. Yeah. Because yes, you can, but you would feel awful. Mm. And we always preach the 80-20 rule, and that's because your body can respond so well to a McDonald's if your body is still, like... Also getting fueled with the right micronutrients. Exactly. And having a really, really balanced diet. So... If it fits your macros can become toxic when you're led to believe that actually you can eat junk food all day long and feel great. Exactly. Because you won't. Even if you're training a lot, like, your training is going to be wildly different. Oh, yeah. If you're eating good. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, I can see where it's... I can see where if it fits your macros helps because it gives you somewhat of freedom. a bit of food freedom it's when it's taken too far though yeah and there's like not a vegetable in sight there's a fine line between food freedom and then like actually just eating junk food for the sake of for it because it. it fits your macro yeah that's not freedom when i think of freedom it's stuff that enhances me when it, i like i feel free and when i feel in control and when i'm enjoying mm-hmm. life the freedom of disease the freedom of like abundance and, and you that's know why not... you're eating those foods yeah yeah so actually like if it fits your macros is not the way forward and 80 20 is always going to be the the aim of the game we love that and the alternative to that the absolute opposite of that is clean eating so the wellness industry does a bit of clean eating <laughs> oh they love it like oh my god they make if they make clean eating makes even eating a biscuit feel wild it's like you dirty girl you processed little (laughs) shit put that digestive down (laughs) put that biscuit down and pick that green juice up (laughs) yeah clean eating if you were to define it what would you clean eating is nutritionally optimal choices of food okay every time to me yes so that so under so no one I'm sorry and when I say like nutritious I'm thinking like zero processing lack of processing lack of processing so basically your fruit and veg like you've just picked it from the ground your lean cuts yeah of your higher welfare chickens of your (laughs) higher welfare organic chickens (laughs) and your dairy products that have been straight from the udder yeah fermented (laughs) oh yeah not even (laughs) pasteurised just you straight from the teat <laughs> from the teat to the mouth yeah no food bars there um what's yeah. your definition of clean eating clean eating is yeah pretty much like anything that comes from a packet is deemed as bad naughty or yeah naughty naughty um pretty much clean so i just think of salads you know yeah i, do I just think of yeah. people having salads i saw this video once about someone who had like clean eating fries and it was <laughs> clean eating fries. like fries as in like an alternative okay to fries chips oh God. it wasn't like carrots or something, it was it? it was carrot like peeled carrots no. air fried with some seasoning no. and i'm like okay those carrot potatoes are crisps are probably quite nice but also they're not chips yeah. um and I think that starts going to toxic borders. Oh, 100%. Because you should not... Okay. There's so many parts to this. I could go on about it all day. <laughs> but you've got the behavioural side. So being made to feel like foods should be demonised exactly. is really bad for like restriction, overeating, feeling guilt for eating food and shameful. 
Then you've got the side that's actually like for your body. So, okay, optimal diet, cleaner. I hate the word clean. More nutritionally dense is going to be better for you. Yes. We know that, facts. Studies have shown that our bodies can still digest, still process, still work well with 20% of things like deep fried food, biscuits, processed foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we will not be lower than optimal because we have processed foods included in our diet. That doesn't mean that a moral value should be placed on each of these foods yeah like a carrot isn't going to save your life Mm -hmm. and a pack of digesters isn't going to kill you in an instant yes and i think that the internet and certain people will be quick to tell you that that is the case yeah but actually honestly i've never seen someone have a full clean eating diet and be one happy (laughs) (laughs) two not without restriction or feeling restricted yeah and that's tough. That's really tough. If you feel restricted, it's a really tough lie. Mm. Um, and also just, it can be very expensive. It can feel very out of reach. It can feel very isolating mm. because it's not the most common diet. Clean no. eating is not the most typical. No. Like it, it, it's, it can be, yeah, very You're difficult. kind of just giving yourself a bit, you're caging yourself in yeah. because you have a list of good foods and bad foods. Yeah. And even though there are foods that are more nutritionally dense than others, yeah. it doesn't mean that they should be completely forgotten. Yeah. Not from even just a health perspective, but also from like a mind, like yeah. your happiness as well. Yeah, 100%. And like that's why I just always love the 80-20 rule and mm. I will bang yeah. on about it till the day I die because I, for example, have definitely gone through diets where I've fully restricted things, I've yeah. taken things out, I've not eaten things because either because I thought it was going to give me a better physique or better skin, hair, nails, bloating. And there we all do have triggers and I'll never, you know, for example, I can't eat too much dairy because my body doesn't like it or mm. too much gluten because my body doesn't like it. But you know these things because yeah. you've eaten them. Yeah. You haven't cut them out because sally on instagram told you to cut them out and it will change your life yeah you've tried them they Mm -hmm. doesn't they don't work for you and then now you're not you're not going onto instagram and being like yeah guys everyone cut out gluten everyone cut out dairy because Because it's just not worth it because my bloating's really bad yeah from having it and that's where like i don't know i feel that the internet can be a scary place you know because sally on the internet can say that and you'll think oh yeah you know yeah this is the issue is that like as much as it's so great with all of this information but i just almost get a bit of like information fatigue it's so busy on the internet and so noisy which is why you've got to practice these things of like finding the research backing it up like checking in with yourself seeing how you actually feel as opposed Mm -hmm. to what people are telling you to feel yeah before you do that because it's all lovely that we can share information with each other Mm. and talk to thousands of people every single day yeah but it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with some cons 100 (laughs) 100 and you can have deficiencies or you can give yourself intolerances by cutting out foods yeah so i think it's just again being mindful know your body don't look for the don't look to the external world for the answers look internally Mm. or go seek a professional help you know like ask your GP get referred you know there's tests for these things and honestly like rely on them more than Sally on the internet yeah 
Um, okay, I'm moving swiftly on then. So this is typical for the wellness, I think, more than anyone. Oh, I'm excited. Sorry, I'm adding the wellness industry. <laughs> Making you believe that your life has to be aesthetic. Oh, yeah. This hits me. I have often felt like I'm a slob because I don't have, like everything matching in my house my gym sets aren't matching every morning neutral tones ne- where are the neutral tones <laughs> Tyler, like, buys and a- why are my nails so bad <laughs> yeah honestly it just makes don't get wrong i think a bit of aesthetics beautiful on insta because it makes you th- feel nice but it's the oh the day in a life and then everything their forks are lined up with each other and you know their food isn't touching on their plate and that like everything about their day is beautiful and i think it's a real effort to live like that. Yeah, I wonder how long that reel took to make. Oh god, a long time. Because I bet their their actual day in life in that day in life did not look like the actual no. video. They never spill a bit of anything. No. They've but... always got shining glowing skin. Oh yeah. There is never any spots. Yeah. And their food always looks like a chef has made it. Yeah. <laughs> there's just nothing out of place there is not like one hair yeah on the dresser <laughs> or like anything a crease in their clothes even their showers even their bathrooms yeah glowing <laughs> and like incredible and do you know what if you li- lead an aesthetic life I love that for you yeah but I think the, well done you <laughs> yeah but I think the wellness industry has exacerbated this as if we should all be living such a beautifully aesthetic life yeah and god just fucking hell life isn't like that no I'm also it's like it's not fucking like that the amount of time spent uh, making and making your bed aesthetic mm. when you get up in the morning yes I love to make my bed mm. I hate when I I actually never don't make my bed but like the amount of time spent making it look really really pretty mm. is probably something time that I could use like actually helping myself out like I could use those 30 minutes of making the most aesthetic Mm. plate of breakfast getting out and getting some sunlight Mm. on my skin but and it's what like just makes you feel bad about yourself like I don't have aesthetic food for example my food is never aesthetic Mm. and neither is my home really like I love it but it's just not I it's not instagramable quote-unquote this yeah because I think there's a difference I think there is like a there is almost a line mm-hmm. where when you get up, you make yourself look presentable, yeah. you make your bed, you look after your skin, yeah. you really enjoy the food that you're eating and yeah. you, it looks great. you got a nice home. I think is really good because it gives you that, like, you care yeah. and you're you're really in this and everything you do is for purpose. Yeah. Like, I think making your bed is one of the most underrated Mm-hmm. things to tick on the to-do list oh yeah well self-care and environment is great incredible is exactly so i think like we're not saying don't be like if that. you're living in a cave <laughs> and everything stinks and everything's messy and your food is gruel mm-hmm. that you're still living the high life because you probably go check yourself as well yeah but it doesn't have to be expensive yeah like it does in the reels yeah it's like you can have a mar um, a march <laughs> a marcher <laughs> a marcher where the high life has got to her this aesthetic green you can have a matcha out of a 
pint glass if you want to. It could be a Carling pint glass. It doesn't have to be the one, the beautiful one that everyone's got in the reels. Yeah. Like, you can wear an unmatched gym set and it still be vibey. And you you'll know? still have a great gym, gym session. Yeah, so I think it's just knowing where to draw the line. But also... Like, cause I'll look at those videos and I love that for people. I'm like, do you know what? The effort you put into that, I've enjoyed the video. Uh, it just doesn't need to mean anything about me. Yeah, it's not personal. Exactly. And the last one, which is literally um, tying in quite nicely Ties to in this. everyone, yeah. So it's creating unrealistic standards. Um, a big one that I see and I've only become vigilant to since being in the fitness industry is people who are on enhancers whether that be steroids or fat burners and by all means if that is your choice in life i don't care go for it go for it live your best life but be honest about it yeah don't let people think that they're the standard of how to look is attainable when you have got it when it's synthetic yeah and that's i listened to um the status game the other day really good book and he's talking about that where the status has almost become unattainable like you look at people on love island for example and they are beautiful you know superheroes in movies these days Mm. beautiful well sculpted like every inch of them is perfect yeah but it's become so that it's not actually attainable anymore no and we're chasing a never-ending goal and no one looks how they do on instagram as they do in real life no never and like, or at least the ones who do are like <laughs> not <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, not real. They've had yeah. a little bit of cheeky Work cheeky. Done. Yeah, and that it, if it works, for I you, think great. it's just being raw and honest about yeah. these things. Like, if I had a boob job, for example, I would likely just be honest about. Well, you don't. I would be honest because of the kind of women that I work with, the kind of like the kind mm. of um, message I'm trying to like convey. Yeah so great i would be honest about that i think where the where it like needs to be spoken because i'm very much like if you don't want to share your personal life if you had a boob job you yeah. didn't want to tell anyone that's fine yeah. if you had bum implants yeah you didn't want to tell anyone okay chill that's it's your business it's not my business yeah. i have no right to come at you for that yeah it's if you got bum pl- bum implant yeah bum, plants, I know what you're say. bum implants and then you were like do this glute glute program program. to get massive glutes that's when it becomes really toxic because you're selling something that you didn't even do to get those results yeah like i've seen weight loss journeys on instagram Mm. where they're like here's me before and after and they have taken fat burners in between but there is no mention of the fat burners it's all about the balance (laughs) for them when actually it's not Yeah. (laughs) yeah um and i think that can be really really tough you know the unrealistic standards i'm loving gym videos now where they're in the gym and it's like this is me but this is also me yes and then it's it's just oh my god that's what i look like look like in the gym you know relatable yeah like having a roll on your stomach like who doesn't when they sit down yet we've been led to believe that you just shouldn't you know that you should literally be like that's wrong yeah um and i just think that the unrealistic standards it it does tie in literally with everything we've said like mm. creating a magic pill it doesn't exist that's an unrealistic standard selling you irrele- irrelevant things the green juice isn't going to change your life that's an unrealistic standard um like if it fits your macros and feeling great is an unrealistic standard standard as is clean eating um superfoods like all of it like leading the aesthetic life everything it's just yeah. 
not real life if it's too good to be true it's probably too good to be true <laughs> yeah that's a great you've got to be what you've got to do multiple things to get like a desired outcome outcome yeah there's not a one size all fits all oh sure. <laughs> an extra all in there um and you know what like especially stripping this all back to like the bare truths is it's honestly not as complex as it needs to be it's usually far more simple the magic pill is just getting up and, and having consistency doing it most days and doing it most <laughs> days exactly like getting your sleep in hydrating yourself training well and eating well yeah and that is the magic pill that no one wants to talk about because it sounds boring it's not sexy no it's not sexy like even as lifestyle coaches it's not sexy to be like actually do you know what do you want to just wake up happy every day and be living your best life people want to grab on to like i've got an eight-week shred program i've got the one answer that will make you feel epic you know yeah. life doesn't work like that no but we can we can enhance it we can make ourselves feel better overall mm. and feel incredible in ourselves and feel confident and have self-love and enjoy the journey and it's going to look different at different points of your life yeah. and for everyone and every one of those journeys has bad days it has things that goes wrong it's never going to be linear it's never going to be linear and i think that's what instagram unfortunately sometimes takes away from us yeah it's a highlight reel it is a highlight reel so to conclude that is our i suppose the things that have, would uh when we say toxic it's the things that would set you astray it's the things that make you live li- believe a lie and that takes you away from your why yeah as well yeah 100 percent. okay amazing amazing and if anyone else has any other things to add that oh my god them, yeah, i'd love to please know let me know i'm so like nosy about these things yeah me too me too but um, yeah, amazing. Well, thanks so much for joining me, yes, Mal. Thank you.